I hadn't tarpon fish and Bam hadn't either. Uh, and so I wanted to do something new that we hadn't caught or done yet. I kind of helped put this trip together. Brandon approached me. He said, you know, I'm thinking about putting together a hunt in Texas or the Florida hunt where we get to hunt iguanas, get to fish and tarpons. And we were seeing the, the, the full fish in the shadow like that it creates on the finder. And that was pretty wicked, like, hey. And then as soon as we would see it on that and the back end of it, the fish would be, or the bait was going crazy. So the rod would start going within like 20, 30 seconds of us seeing them on that side. Both raised up, we shot this iguana and it took a couple shots to put him down. And like when we first saw him, you could you could visibly tell that like he was like bigger than the rest of the iguanas that we had already shot and put in the boat. When he flips this thing back and he hits the deck on that boat, easily three times bigger than all the rest of them. That <laughs> is a freaking dragon, dude. Good girl. That's the way to end the fucking game, fellas! <laughs> Tejas, Tejas Hunt Club Podcast is the podcast for you. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 34 of the Tejas Hunt Club Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon McDowell. And this week, let's just say this is this podcast, I'm, I'm sure, is going to be a winner. As you've probably seen on our Instagram or on Facebook, if you follow us, uh, I hope you do. If you don't, stop right now. Go check out our Instagram. Hit that follow button. We'll appreciate it. If you've been checking it out, I had my bachelor party trip to Florida uh, with some buddies of mine, Jared Erickson, which has been on the podcast before, and my buddy Bobby Shane and Kobe May. So we went to Florida and we went tarpon fishing and iguana hunting. Uh, definitely one if not the best bachelor party trip that I've been on personally. Sorry for the bachelor parties that I have been on, uh, but it's not much that's going to top that. Also want to give a big shout out to Poncho Outdoors. If you haven't checked out their stuff, they have the best fishing shirt, outdoor pullover shirt that you're going to get on the market right now. And they're based out of Texas, but they hooked us up on the trip down to South Florida with uh, their shirts. And then also we're going to be rocking them in the wedding too. So they have a lot of different stuff. If you haven't been to their website, definitely go check it out. Check out their Instagram as well. They produce and they also share and have a lot of ambassadors that create a lot of awesome content from tarpon fishing in Florida to hunting out in West Texas. Be sure to go check out Poncho Outdoors. That's what we're going to get into this week on the podcast. I'm glad y'all are listening. I'm glad y'all are back. Hopefully you've been checking out all of our other content that we've had rolling out last week. We had a podcast where I did an unboxing of all my real avid stuff that I got in, uh, kind of talking about uh, some of the builds that we're, I'm going to be doing here pretty soon. We're going to be building some ARs for me and for Megan. We're going to have some more video videos with all that gear that I picked up going through the builds that we're going to do. I know first things I'm going to build a, a 10 inch 300 blackout and then probably a six arc. And then probably a five five six rifle as well. I want to get more into shooting ARs. It's something I've done in passing with buddies and stuff because, you know, they've been the ones with the guns most of the time. These will be my first ARs that I'll own myself. So we're going to put some optics on them. We're going to do different things. And we're also going to get some suppressors from good old silencer shops because I want to keep my hearing as, as damaged as it already is. Don't want it anymore. So we're going to be doing a lot of stuff with that 
creating a lot of content. So be sure that you are subscribed so you get notified when I'm dropping it all. And then right before that, we did, uh, Megan and I filmed kind of behind the scenes of us filming uh, for one of our clients, DA Ranch down in Mathis, Texas. We got to see some big whitetails and stuff. I know whitetail season's over, but if you're like me, it doesn't matter what time of year it is. I like looking at big deer. So be sure and go check those videos out as well. Might sound like a broken record, but I'm going to keep preaching it. Get involved in organizations that are doing things for hunting conservation outdoor conservation fishing as well so i'm gonna keep banging this drum on every podcast but if you're a listener i really urge you to get involved in your local organizations even some of the national ones as well that are support supporting wildlife conservation and that that goes from hunting to, to fishing as well there's a lot of things that are happening right now if we don't get involved we can't complain if it ever does go away so make sure you're doing your part Springtime is going to be real busy for us. We're going to be trying to produce some content from turkey hunting stuff to shooting guns like we talk, like I talked about in some of the bills that we're going to do, shooting pistols as well. We're going to be doing podcasts about those and creating videos with those. One of the events coming up that we're going to be at March 1st through the 3rd is the 4th Annual CT Hog Dog Tournament down in Goliad, Texas at the Goliad Fairgrounds. So we're actually sponsoring uh, the event. We got some Yetis engraved with the Teos Hunt Club podcast logo and then also the Hog Dog Tournament logo on it. So we're going to be giving those away to the winners of that tournament. So uh, if you think you got some dogs that can hunt and you're in the area, be sure to get entered into that contest. I know we shared it on our Facebook and then also, but you can reach out to Curtis Kalajizic, my buddy down there from Yorktown, Texas. Uh, his number is 361-212-7582. So if you want to get entered into that contest, give him a shout and he can get you all the rules and regulations. And I'm sure if you're listening to the podcast and you run dogs, you're on one of the hog dog page, hog dog pages on Facebook, and it's been posted in a whole bunch of them. Um, but you can definitely search it in the search bar on Facebook and find it and pick it up. And we've shared it in our Facebook group, which if you're a listener and not in the Facebook group, shame, shame. So get in that. And you'll always get the information for these tournaments because we're going to be sharing quite a few of them. I mentioned before in another podcast, we're going to be trying to get that information out for people that want to join, if people want to sponsor those events, um, or if you're having an event and you're looking for sponsors, we'll definitely give you a shout out and try to get those people entered up and get those sponsors there. Because once again, we have to support those local uh, organizations and local hunting tournaments, because if not, they're going to go away, kind of like the quarrel contest. Another contest coming up, Derek Algesvo, Rockin' A Taxidermy and Guide Service. We had him on the podcast a few episodes back, so you can go check that one out and kind of hear about his story. He's actually putting on an all-women's predator hunt. So that one's going to run March 16th through the 17th. The weigh-in for that is going to be an orange uh, Excuse me. The weigh-in for that is going to be at Orange Corn Company in Rio, Medina, Texas. So South Texas people, South Texas women, get your teams together, hunt some predators, and uh, be sure to check out Rockin' A Taxidermy and Guide Service for all the information on that tournament. He's on Facebook and Instagram. Give him a shout. Give him a follow, too. Also, our buddy Bill Weekly is involved in Wildlife and Focus is going to be having their annual clay shoot on Saturday, April the 20th. 
down in Mathis, Texas. Uh, for more information on this event, you can register your team as well. You can go to www.wildlifeinfocus.org or you can call 361-342-9585. Also, you can email info at wildlifeinfocus.org. If you haven't listened to the podcast that we had uh, with Bill Weekly, uh, that one's a great one. It was one of our first podcasts that we actually put out and produced, and he was gracious enough to lend us his time and go out and talk about wildlife photography, hunting white-tailed deer, and kind of his story and how he got into the business that he's in today. If you're not following his page, he is an awesome photographer. Uh, it's Wild Build Photography. If you search that on Instagram, it'll pop up. But uh, also link it down in the description below you can check his page out and give him a follow but he's posted about it wildlife in focus is also an instagram account where they're sharing the information about the clay shoot so be sure and give those guys a follow and if you think you're handy with a 12 gauge or 20 go out and support wildlife in focus on saturday april the 20th total archery challenge san antonio is coming up also on april 26th through the 28th Luckily, we got the courses in our knock times that we wanted. So we'll be there Saturday and Sunday. If you're shooting Total Archery Challenge, shoot us a message. We'll definitely meet up, hang out, maybe shoot another course or two. Enough talking. We're going to keep this intro pretty short, hopefully. And uh, we're going to get into this podcast with uh, Jared and Bob and Colby. Uh, I will say, if you have children listening to the podcast with you right now I, I suggest that uh you listen to it at another time uh it's not too bad but hey don't be sending me no messages talking about your baby heard his first curse word or something because i don't want that on my conscience so make sure you like and subscribe to the youtube channel we got a lot of content coming out follow us on instagram get in the facebook group so you can get all the notifications about the contests that are coming out and enjoy this podcast with uh, some pretty cool guys and some of my best friends that I've had for a long time. Appreciate y'all listening and we'll catch you next week. I got it. I got here at eight o'clock sharp. No, bro. Bullshit. Cause I was waiting at eight o'clock sharp. Yeah. We've been on here just uh Oh, it's my bad. Texas time, eight o'clock. Been drinking. Come on, man. See, this is why you got to be early so we can fix all those things. This episode is brought to you by Odell Brewing. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, dude, they ain't sending us no money or nothing. We're advertising their stuff. No, uh -uh. they better be sending some free cases or something for the wedding. Return that. That's the only way we're doing any commercials. (laughs) (laughs) What's this percentage thing uploading on here? So it's recording right now because I'd have to get up again to hit record and I can just cut all this out or I can leave it in either way. So that is the percentage. That is the percentage that's uploading that comes to me. Oh, Oh, so you weren't recording before? No. We had a pretty good like intro conversations. Just we, fucking, I know this is we us did. The shit. Yeah, I know we did. It looks like it's a knife, like a razor, dude. Do what? Your camera looks like a razor phone, dude. It's all blurry, Colby. 
Oh, that's oh, I see internet connection. I, I see me clear as shit. I see Jared <laughs> clear. Bob, well, nope. Bam, you're clear. Bob, oh, man. That's good. I think it's your internet. You need but to it'll upload clear for me, and that's all that matters. But everybody sounds good. Yeah. Everybody can hear each other. That's all we need. Kick it off. See, I read the instructions, Bam. I got that external mic. Yeah, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you put that together. <laughs> I was pretty proud of myself when I put that together and made it like real official for the podcast. That know? is legit. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is he sending this to? <laughs> All my podcast guests, dude. That's and it usually has like I have the pictures already, but it usually asks for like digital assets as photos or videos that I add in the podcast. Right, right, right. So but I had all that, so I didn't have to ask you all that. Dude. Yeah, I read that. I read that email, and I was like, "Yeah, he copied and pasted." There's no way he's right. Hey, man, I, I listen. I took bits and pieces of different ones that I liked. And I made it my own. Okay. Hey, it looks I good. Just, it looks I just needed a little inspiration, hey. and probably not gonna lie, Megan did most of it. There you go. GPT, baby. <laughs> Megan did most of it. No, this is prior. This is pre-chat GPT, but. That is a pretty awesome tool that I've been using. But uh, you know, I, if uh, you put a disclaimer up at the beginning of this, you don't have to edit near as much. Yeah, this is true. I I had to put uh, an explicit one on the last one, which was the first one. But it ain't no big deal. It's what not they like, say. You know, just drop some f bombs and some shits, and we can cover that. Yeah. A couple bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, guys, welcome to the Teos Sun Club podcast. Uh, We just hopped into this one and started recording. But today I'm sitting down with Colby May, Jared Erickson, who you all know, and Bobby Shane. So I went to high school with these three guys and uh, got to go on my bachelor party trip. And we went to South Florida and we caught some tarpon and we spent some time cruising around, shooting iguanas out of trees, avoiding the homeless as, as much as we could. But uh, I wanted to get these guys on the podcast. If you've been looking at our Instagram and Facebook and stuff, I'm sure you've seen the photos. But I uh, wanted to have a podcast and sit down and kind of get their take on uh, on the trip that we just got back from. And also kind of let y'all hear about how this trip got planned and kind of what they thought about it when I presented it to them in the first place. So, uh Colby, Jared, Bobby, I guess one at a time. I guess we'll start with Colby, you know, kind of give a little intro about yourself and I guess kind of how we met or something like that. Uh, all right. Um, my name's Colby May. Um, I was actually a transplant from North Texas um, when me and Bam met. Um, we met my sophomore year of high school, his freshman year. Um, yeah, my dad had lived the Bob. <laughs> nice. Kick. <laughs> this is going exactly how I thought it would. Work. I knew I knew it would be Where's you. The mute button on this thing? <laughs> I knew it would be you. <laughs> oh shit, let me turn this motherfucker off. <laughs> you can edit that out, right? <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um I moved back to South Texas with my dad my sophomore year of high school, and that's where me and Bam met. Uh, kind of all hit it off real quick. Um, we're involved in a lot of roping activities and horse stuff like that. And then, of course, we got into the hunting. We just kind of became friends, especially through football. Uh, yes, sir. We smashed a lot of heads. <laughs> a few. Yeah. 
um, so we had some good times back in the day and then talked him into joining me with the horse judging in FFA one year. And that turned out to be a wild party more than anything else. <laughs> Traveling college station in Lubbock. Um, my take on, I guess on Miami was Miami was freaking great. Um, I didn't plan it. I didn't plan shit. <laughs> I was just told where to be, where to go. <laughs> when I was, when it was presented to me, like what we were doing, I'm like, dude, that's going to be fucking wild. Let's do it. <laughs> I said, and we're going to be in Miami, right? Like, yeah, Miami. I'm like, all right, we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. If, so, that don't, if that don't work out with the hunting and fishing, I got another thing we can go. Let's try. <laughs> yes, sir. And then Jared... And then Jared here, we kind of got, you know, everybody knows from listening to the podcast, from going to Idaho and going turkey hunting and all that kind of stuff. So um, everybody kind of already knows you, but like give a little update on kind of what you've been doing and, you know, what you thought about going on this trip. I've been moving back to, to Goliad, Texas, actually. We're finally moved back here and moved in and uh, all settled in for the most part. But um, for Miami and then the Bachelor trip, uh, I think Bob mentioned going down there and, and we started throwing some ideas around. I know I, I hadn't tarpon fished and, and Bam hadn't either. Uh, and so I wanted to do something new that we hadn't caught or done yet. And then the iguana piece got brought up and I was like, shit, why not? I mean, it sounds like fun. Let's try it out. So it was a hell of a time. Good, good captain, uh, good iguana guys that we went with as well. Badass dogs and uh, just a good time with good friends. So for sure, man. And Mr. Bobby Shane, make sure you got your Skype turned off. Yeah, I'm going to try to uh, make this through without someone calling me. Uh, my name's Bobby Shane, so I live up in Denver, Colorado, but I met Brandon in about fifth grade, I think it was. But I'm like, Colby, Colby fit in right away. I was not, I was not so lucky. Uh, Brandon, we didn't get along when we first met, but, you know, I think after time and after uh, him running me over in football enough that probably just made our friendship. He felt bad or something for me. So made our friendship <laughs> in football and kind of branched out from there, uh, kind of through high school, hanging out um, and so on. So I kind of helped put this trip together. Brandon approached me. He said, you know, I'm thinking about putting together a hunt in Texas to do some deer hunting or some access hunting or whatever we wanted to get or the Florida hunt where we get to hunt iguanas we get to go to Miami, go to Fort Lauderdale, and then we get to get to fish and tarpon. So that was that was my choice, and I was persuading him to really in that route because it just sounded so cool, man. And it lived up. Iguana hunting was something I've never seen before, and uh, seeing Brandon with an air rifle was pretty good. Oh, oh <laughs> so, man. Dead idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking deadly. You didn't let him put the crosshair on uh, that lizard. I killed yeah, more, yeah. I killed more cord lights than I did Alonis. <laughs> yeah, I was uh surprisingly I was I was pretty good with the air rifle, which I I have never shot one before. I mean you of course BB guns or something. I mean that's kinda close and shooting twenty twos, but I, I I was pretty happy with my performance that day. Hey man. I'm taking you to the carnival, man. We're gonna go win some prizes. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Yeah. So now that everybody's kind of heard everybody's voice and everything, like you said, we got this trip put together. And I mean, we planned it kind of 
further back. And then we already knew we were coming this, this specific weekend. We did. And we were kind of hoping that it would be a little warmer than what we were uh, receiving back home because we were leaving some pretty cold temperatures to go to a lot warmer place. And I'm sure glad it worked out that way. Going to Miami, I had my first experience getting a pat down at the airport. Um, so I haven't flown that much. I've only flown, this is like, I can count on one hand how many times I've flown. So uh, I had to go through that experience uh, for the first time. And also, I know I was trying to like make it through without having to take my shoes off. Uh, but make sure you bring extra socks when you're wearing flip-flops. Just saying. Now you got to kind of clean your feet off after that, walking through there barefoot. No, it wasn't. It wasn't us. Yeah. But uh, made it through security uh, and we flew out of Austin. Uh, well, Bob flew out of Denver, but me, Jared and Kobe flew out of Austin. So we were all on the same flight. So we got there pretty early. And I mean, the flight wasn't bad. Um, flying doesn't bother me. It's airports. I hate being in airports because security for one and just it's too many people. But flight was good, landed in Miami. Bobby got there a little earlier than us, so he went and picked up the car and uh, some beverages and, and picked yeah. us up in line. <laughs> Excellent chauffeur service, like yeah. on point. At the gate, the terminal, hey. everything, just baggage. It was, boom, out it was the door. awesome. Yeah, Dude. like we didn't have to wait. We didn't have to do anything. It was like – I'm telling you right now, if you need a planning service, Bob, you might have a, a second job here, man. I mean, the logistics were pretty spot on. Hey, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I <laughs> snacks and everything. We were in the phone charger. We were ready to go. Yeah. Didn't have a phone charger and everything. So um, I will say, leaving the airport, you know, you see all the videos. This is my first time ever going to Miami, by the way. And I think, uh, Jared, Colby, Bob, y'all ever been there before? No. Uh, not Miami. not left the airport. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to let y'all know. In all the videos, it shows, you know, beautiful Miami, and I'm pretty sure they just jumped straight from the airport and just jumped to South Beach because the travel in between there, yeah, if you're from Texas, it looks like Corpus Christi. Not even yeah. joking. It's <laughs> it looks so, like you're just going straight down SPID, hey, no lie. We took the scenic Explain route. to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Explain to me when we went to the airport to leave versus when we got there to come like two different, completely different paths. I'm we looking did. around going, where the hell was this at when we got here? I guess. Yeah. Bob was taking us on the scenic hey, tour. Dude, I wanted um, y'all to see all the ins and outs of Miami. Then. Yeah. We, we saw them. We, we when, definitely saw them. When you got to like lean back a little bit to kind of hide and hit the lock <laughs> button on the door. It's like, mm. Listen, when there's bars on the windows and bars on the doors and then bars on those bars, that you that neighborhood has problems. Why they got some good stuff? <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's funny. But yeah, so we uh traveled through uh not so good Miami and then we got oh. to a little, it, as we traveled further from that area, it got a little better and then we it was like what like 30, 45 minute drive up to Fort Lauderdale where we had the Airbnb at. And that was, that was pretty nice a little drive there. You get to see a little bit of the water and stuff as we were going some big ass boats and yachts and everything. <laughs> what did Bob say? Oh, there's white people running. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a safe neighborhood. It's white people walking around. <laughs> I don't think I said that one, but I'll take credit. <laughs> Somebody said it. <laughs> it might've been me, yeah. but <laughs> 
but you know when there's walking dogs and stuff it's like we're we're good in this area but yeah we pulled in there got everything unloaded and then uh decided on a place to go eat which i mean i like twin peaks it has good food and apparently on from the sign on the front good scenic views so uh we went and ate there and uh kind of decided on what we were going to do for our first night we kind of had to wake up early to go tarpon fishing well uh to get down where we are launching from so we had a little bit of a drive that next morning so we didn't want to get too wild so went and ate at twin peaks and got a little cold beverages and then uh went to one of the local bars that they have in fort lauderdale it's like <laughs> called the roundup that was that was that was bob's that was bob's pick of his google search of local bars and hangouts in the fort lauderdale area and uh it had a couple pool tables and a whole lot of line dancing Understatement. We did get to see some uh some action outside with uh what was um oh man, the inebriated one. Oh yeah, homegirl that was playing in the tournament. She was oh, pissed yeah. drunk before she started and <laughs> on a stretcher. Yeah. yeah. Walked outside yeah. to the EMS and uh cops waiting on her carrying her off but uh so made our way back to the airbnb kind of hung out for the rest of the night made us a little well tried to make a little fire first night but then it was a little too cold so went back in the house and chilled out and uh went to sleep then we woke up the next morning and uh headed south to uh hollywood florida yeah hollywood florida yeah hollywood florida uh, so right outside of Miami, in between Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And then uh, went down to the boardwalk, which is pretty nice. Uh, if you want to eat some good food, we just, I can't remember the name of the place, but they had some good prawns and different restaurants and stuff. Oh, yeah, why not? And then uh, there's a bunch of different restaurants down on that uh, little strip, too. We were sitting there talking about, you know, how cool it would be to have that down in Port A or Corpus or something where you could just eat right on the beach and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. ain't no way that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Not no, down here. The, dude, the quality of food that was on that thing was way above expected. Like it for was sure, legit. Like all the several the both the places that we went down there were great. Yeah, it wasn't just like you know, like carny food or hot dogs and you know hamburgers and stuff. Of course, there was a couple of places I think that had hamburgers, but it was good seafood. It was different mix. You had Italian food. You had uh spanish or hispanic food latin food it wasn't like mexican like we have here it's more like cuban and stuff like that but it was pretty good but got some lunch down there then we loaded up with uh captain tim who was a character in himself man sure. I, I should you know we we already said we want to go fishing again with him but i should give him a shout see if he wants to hop on the podcast and kind of talk about it because he was a pretty cool dude yep. like you we couldn't jared kudos to you man because we you couldn't have picked a better guide for a fishing trip like uh, sorry barrett you're a good one too but this one for just picking one out of a straw hat and saying <laughs> let's go like dude it was a good pick for sure so uh uh i did have a little bad luck you know, and thought the trip was going to be like a little jinx because, you know, stepping onto the boat, I uh, lost my Montana Knife Company knife. Uh, somehow, I think I pulled it out of the scabbard and it fell in the water. Uh, so 
thought the trip was going to be uh, jinxed after that, but I did attempt to try and find it. But that water is pretty cold, and uh, I'll we'll just we'll just give Josh Smith and them that's, a call. That's and get posted, a new one. isn't it? No, I didn't. I didn't post that one. <laughs> I got you, it though. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll drop it right here in in the podcast, and it'll play in the video. Yeah. What are you doing, Brandon? <laughs> We're supposed to be catching. Oh, you already followed. Oh, yeah. You might as well just go. By, yeah. by the way, your nipples, your nipples are already wet. <laughs> when your nipples deep, it's you may as well go. So uh, I did attempt to it. Like I said, get the knife, but that that water was pretty cold. It was probably like, what, 74 degrees outside. So, I mean, like that water wasn't too warm and it's just dang near like doing a cold plunge for sure. Grab but you, uh, you right by the berries. And you yeah, yeah, no, yeah, sir. no, 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 no. Like I don't, I haven't been doing no breath work. I haven't been working on holding my breath. Like, oh, you were, you were, you were. <laughs> yeah you'll see the video like that water was no joke man like the water's I, over your nipples already it's done like cut your ass down there no, and get it. it wouldn't i couldn't even hold my breath like the cold was it was too much not even gonna lie i got i gotta work on that I gotta like step my cold plunge game up then maybe we'll go but next year next year when we go back i'll i'll, I'll be better prepared and i'll dive down see if it's still there either that so, or we'll stop at harbor freight and bring a freaking a magnet, uh, a yeah. magnet. <laughs> what you hey what do you mean next year let's do this in october when they're making their run well let's spend it like let's spend a day like la- nailing these bitches in the water we, where we, where we could everybody's just plumb worn out okay depends on if i can find another hunting spot maybe because i need to shoot but a deer or we can go do that but i might be able to sacrifice one we need to shoot a deer like you need to shoot a deer or you just need meat both i got you i can look I can hook you up with meat. Oof! Don't say it like that. He can hook up with you shooting something. (laughs) Don't say it like that. You can't say it like that. (laughs) Just don't say it like to me like that. It's old. I mean, it's old school shit. (laughs) I got a lot to give around. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, but yeah, we can we'll work that out. But yeah, we we can plan another trip in October and go back hang out with Tim again. But. we got on the boat, we started out, and it was kind of kind of different. Like, I, I watched a lot of tarpon videos, snook videos, people from Florida fishing all the time, and most of them are, you know, like kind of tr- throwing live bait at docks and different things like that. But so I, w- I didn't really know what to expect, that we were how we were going to fish for these tarpon. So we, w- we weren't fly fishing for them. I haven't gotten that good. But we, I was, like I said, I was interested to see how we were going to do it. So basically we were just – slow trolling in between million dollar condos <laughs> with live bait that he, uh, Captain Tim cast netted out and picked up some mullet and we had him in a live well. And basically we would get to a spot where he's seen him before or had history of seeing tarpon. And basically we just slow trolled and watched the fish scanner and let the live baits. So we had a long, like, what was it two long baits and no, two short baits and a long Ooh. bait. It was like one was about 15 yards, one was about 25, and the other was 30 to 35 yards behind the boat. Yeah, so then we just we just slow trolled in between um, these different, I guess, ponds, I guess you'd call them, or different, like, 
waterways that were in between these condos. And and when I say in between condos, I mean, they're literally waterfront condos in South Florida. Now, just that they don't care about. So this is a no wake zone. Look at this. Look at those guys on the pontoon boat. This is no wake And there's some people hanging out, you know, on their balcony and stuff like that. And we're just trolling around looking for these tarpon. So every now and then, we'd see like either bait scatter or like uh birds somewhere. And then the tarpon roll. Remember we were looking for that roll. Yeah. We were looking for, looking for them rolling to see where they were. And then also looking at the, the fish finder, like the uh, Garmin that he had on there and trying to see them that way too. So we saw some starting out pretty quick. Um, we got to the spot where he was like, this is where we're going to start trolling. Uh, not soon after we were seeing a tarpon roll in the distance, either off to the left or out in front. So he was kind of aiming to put us in between there. And I mean, there was a, there's a couple shots that we saw that were pretty close, but either were near the bait, missed the bait, or just like barely just mess with it. And it was, it was funny. Cause like, I mean, y'all saw it too, that every time we would get close to them, you could figure it out because baits would just start moving. And it was kind of, yeah. you could watch the tips of those rods just move around and you could tell, okay, like there's something chasing after them or something like that. So like, that was pretty cool to see. And then looking back and you're look, trying to watch the bait and seeing which one's moving more and which way he's going and trying to watch for that fish to bite or just trying to like, and it was weird because it's not really like a, like a top water bite to me like it was almost like the the water would just open up pretty much and it would just be a hole there like you watch redfish and trout eat on top and stuff like that and it's like them coming on top and you see the fish like but tarpon it's it's like a black hole and it just like sucks the bait down and then if they miss it just it left a hole in the water that you could sit there and watch and it just spun around where they were but we saw a bunch that had a bunch of misses and stuff so it was kind of like kind of discouraging at first but like you knew they were there you know yeah them fish got problems um they missed <laughs> a lot like a lot it's almost like they're closing their eyes when they get anywhere close like just praying that it goes in their mouth pretty much pretty much like that's that's what it looked like yeah and with but, those and with those circle hooks we couldn't like when they'd hit you got to give them time there's a few that hit hooked up for a bit and just didn't didn't get them so after those couple misses and then like those couple bites that just didn't catch, we were kind of moving from the first general area we were at and kind of made it to another area that he kind of, you know, knew some tarpa were there. And, and this is, this is the part where like we kind of started seeing them on the fish finder more mm -hmm. and just seeing like little groups of them and kind of knowing that like, Hey, we're about to pass over them right now. And then he you kind of, here it goes. Yeah, he was getting that side. He had the fish finder where you could see had the side view, and we were seeing the, the the full fish in the shadow, like that it creates on the finder, and that was pretty wicked. Like, hey, and then as soon as we would see it on that and the back end of it, the fish would be or the bait was going crazy, so the rod would start going within like twenty thirty seconds of us seeing them on that side view. Yeah, yeah. So then after doing that for a little while, we caught the first one, and. Luckily, I had these nice gentlemen here let me go first, but also said that I had to be the only one they had to pull this fish in. And, you know, uh, it, it was a, it was a struggle for a little bit, but I knew like I wasn't going to quit. Like there, there was no way there was no way I might take a break, which I did take a couple breaks. You'll see in the video when I, when I drop it on the YouTube channel. You got the but, whole video? Oh, yeah. I got the whole video. 
Jared don't video lie the whole to thing. That fish whipped your ass. Oh, it did. Like he was, sw- it, he was sweating bullets, Bubba. <laughs> listen, if 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 you want to drop in the comments that I'm a, I'm a sissy or something else for pulling in a seventy pound no, tarpon, no, 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 no. Do it yourself. That's all I'm saying. You try it one time, then come talk to me. That's all I'm saying. But, uh, <laughs> Captain Tim was motivating you though. He was talking shit to you the whole freaking time. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, that's why he was such a good captain. Like, you get those guys sometimes they're like real serious about catching fish. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I go on a trip, I, w- I want to catch fish. But like, if you're like being like kind of an a hole about it, like that's no fun. But he was like generally like cracking jokes the whole time. We had a good conversation with him rolling out talking about. A&M and Miami and UT and he was a Florida Gator fan and like it, it was just like I said from this moment we got on the boat with him like it was just a good time just having all kind of cool conversation and he said even at the end of it that like he had probably the most fun he had in a while just because he could do that bullshit with us and stuff but yeah well, he was he giving me his, shit the whole time well what he said to his wife was what got me Telling her like, "Hey, don't worry about what time we're done. If the fish are biting, we're fishing. Like, yeah, forget, yeah. forget the time that he's a guide. Like, we're fishing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just talked yeah, about like, Captain Tim's lucky cigars because that's that's legit. Oh, that that is. I almost forgot about that. That is what got it going when we got to that second spot. He he was mm-hmm. said he was a big cigar guy and he had brought some on the boat and he lit that cigar and you like like I said you'll see in the video he was puffing on it pretty hard. And we're ruling in that tarpon. <laughs> and he and he was generally excited. Like it like I said, man that that fish kicked my ass and because it, it they're strong and seeing watching them jump like that. Like I said, I've watched hundreds of videos. I don't know how many hours of videos of tarpon fishing from different folks on YouTube and stuff and watching the content on Instagram. And it was every single bit of what you see in those videos, like easily best fish probably ever, I'll ever caught. And then hopefully you might go two for two. Megan and I are going to Belize for our honeymoon. So Mike gets to go catch one in nice. uh, South America too. But hey, yeah. you you remember uh, when you caught that thing and like he he got up off the boat deck and he had that short cigar and it was all wet because that tarpon. <laughs> Dude, he was he was in it. Captain Tim was in it for the win, man. He really wanted us to see that fish up close. And he, like he said, when we were reeling it in, he was coaching coaching me the whole time through to get that fish up to the boat so we could take a look at him. And he. Uh, hand lined it in there and got it up next to the boat and we got to see like like i said the coolest fish i've ever caught yeah just swimming alongside the boat uh really cool and then he let him go and he went back into the water all right real a little more brandon it's a good fish guys leader touch that's another catch hang on newt all right a little bit of gear just barely in gear all right just barely Neutral. And we all looked at each other and like anybody would after seeing their first tarpon and kind of celebrated. And then Captain Tin looked looked at us and said, Hey boys, let's let's try and get another one. Let's do it again. Mm-hmm. And this one kind of took a little bit longer. And and this time <laughs> After that first fish, the the conversation with Captain Tim just kept getting funnier and funnier and funnier. I don't know if it was because we were, you know, finishing off the the case of beers that that we had. That was the second 18. Yeah, we was catching something other than fish. (laughs) 
Just having a good time. Just having a good time. Just slow trolling Bates around looking for Tarpon, man. Hey, uh, you forgot about your little fan club that you had when you caught your fish. Yeah, dude. Oh, the condo. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, we did have a little f- fan club. And, I, dude, I imagine if I lived down there, I'd want to sit on my balcony, too, and just watch people catch tarpon. Like, j- I'd want to go catch it, too. But, like, w- I- you could just walk out in the afternoon, you know, have your nice cigar, nice little cold beverage, just watch people catch tarpon. And, dude, that'd be, that'd be so awesome. But, yeah, they were cheering for us and everything. And that was pretty cool to see you know you didn't have like any karens around like don't catch the fish you're you're hurting it let it go any of that stuff so you know it was cool to have like people that are around it pretty much every day actually you know cheer guys fishing on so that was pretty cool but after that first one uh like i said it kind of took a little bit longer to catch that second one and uh since we were uh moving along watching the baits and stuff colby was the one that that picked up this rod and and from the start i was telling colby to make sure that he uh he he's the one that stays on it the whole time you know reels it all the way up since since i did it Fuck you. And no. accomplished it. <laughs> you no. Yeah, like, okay. Uh, what, what? I mean, hey. Uh, okay. So it, I do have a doable. slight, I have a slight injury. And I felt that in all of 30 seconds after having that fish on the line. <laughs> so yeah, I've got oh, some lower I'll back. I'll give you this too. That one was, was a little bigger. It was a little bit bigger. 20 pounds yeah. heavier. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's no, no, no big deal. But no, no, it was. No big deal. It I will say that was that was a fun just that was a fun experience. Um, I, you know, and honestly, getting to see you catch it that first one and doing all that that had more fun in it than any than any than that fish or even the iguana hunting. Like getting you on that fish, making you fucking work for that, and bring you all the way in. Yeah, <laughs> that I- was good. But he was working the boat, remember? He was Yeah, no, I, I had another was, job. Yeah. I had, okay, I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. I, if you're if you watch the video, you hear Captain Tim, you notice he's working the fish and obviously there's somebody that's moving the boat around and that was Colby. So he was, yeah, you know, got, a, a real good second mate to Cap, Captain Tim. It's a first mate. There's only <laughs> Tim, the captain and me. Oh, <laughs> well. Oh well. <laughs> Yeah, I got so I have a little bit of boat experience, like what? But uh, so yeah, it, that was an easy transition doing that, helping you more, out get your fish me. on. If yeah. it had been the, if it had been the other way around, we'd have been SOL because there's no. <laughs> I'd have tried. I'd have gave an effort, you know. But, but no, no, I I enjoyed the shit. I don't know if I, I got it done. I could just see Brandon just <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Easy, let's, easy. Let's pull it on you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, drag it like a calf. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no that that was that was a fun experience. And then catching the fish, the fish on the line, man. Uh, people just don't realize just how much power those things have. And it, yeah. you know, we're at we're at a hundred pound fish. You know, they grow up. What did you say that fly fish was the two eighty six on a fly? Like, are you kidding me? The Florida State record two hundred eighty six pound tarpon. And we're I don't know what line we were using, but like that was a fight. Like it took thirty minutes a piece for those fish just to land them. Like, and you're gonna catch this on a fly? Like, nah. Like so, every bit of that fish I felt right at the center of the bottom of my back the entire time pulling. 
And I was, I got to the point like, look, I'm not, I'm not doing this no more. Like I, I physically can't like, I'm about to break over. So hand the rod off to Bob and let Bob finish it off. And hey. it wore his ass out. Honestly, too. <laughs> like I still had after Colby's 20 minutes, I still had another 15, 20 at that. And I felt bad because Jared set up the whole fishing trip and I was like elbowing him, like get away. <laughs> So I still have Jared. He, hey, he grabbed that real quick, son. Yeah. I was like, Kobe. Bob, Kobe, let me take that. Don't rip her still. Yeah, Bob wanted a piece. Have it. <laughs> Bob wanted a little piece of it. And, and what was Tim doing? He was talking shit the whole oh, time. Oh, you can't bring it in? Like, oh, yeah. you're going to do this? You're just going to hand it off? you going to do a bitch like that? His favorite, his favorite line, and I'm, 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 I'm going to add it to my, uh, you know, word list, but uh, – he said, "Don't let me, uh, don't let me catch the rod on your skirt when you hand it to me." Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. He's like, "Yeah, don't let that rod catch on your skirt when you hand it to me." Man, he had a lot of one-liners that I was like, "Dang, dude, he did." There, he had some good ones. I know. I should have been writing them down. I said I would remember them, but that that never happened. Yeah, you need to watch that video and just listen for listen for the one-liners back, dude. <laughs> yeah, we had the GoPro going, so we caught some stuff of that. It's him talking for sure. I got money. Says if we go back and we hook up with Tim again, we're gonna get all them one liners again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe so we, we, we're gonna get it in. I think there might be more than that. I I think we just oh yeah. iceberg. That's what I'm saying. Like that that'll be the thing. Like the next time we go with him, he'll just hit us with a whole new set. Like he won't even bring up the old stuff. Like he won't even talk about that. He'll awesome. just have having a whole new uh, set ready for us. Let's let's hit him up for a full day instead of just the half. That. We can, like say, hey, we can I bet that. we can. I bet we can get Tim turned if it's a full day. Like, hey, bud, party with can. us now. <laughs> now that yeah. now that he now that he knows all of us, he's gonna be super comfortable. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he said when we were leaving, we asked him if he wanted to go eat dinner with us, and he said all we had to do was call his wife and get permission. So next time we hey, might just have to give her a call. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when we book it. We'll just be like, go ahead and just tell your wife after we get done fishing. You're gonna come out and eat dinner with us. We'll have a good time. Hey, he's a better wife. Have her drive the boat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, she can come yeah. too. I don't know. She, I don't know if Tim. Probably, gets, she, I don't know if Tim will be yeah. himself. You know, he yeah. might try to be on his best behavior. You know, Bob. if his wife is around. It's fair. So we might just have to <laughs> just let her let her DD and pick him up or something. But, hey, but, but yeah, I would talk to her. Well, but I will oh, say, yeah. we'll set, we'll set, we'll honestly, set Bob up. Honestly, if I was <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 time out, time out. Do not talk to her like <laughs> the other ones. No, I would talk to her. You can't, I would talk to her. You know, we're not, we're not letting you talk to nobody. Come on, dude. We're just going to leave. No, no, no. That's all right. We'll let you handle the, okay. the logistics and the driving, and we're just we're just not gonna let you talk to nobody. Sure. Nobody's feelings getting hurt. She's she's been she's married. <laughs> she's been married for like forty years. Like you ain't got to worry about her questioning existence. I, yeah, I don't. I, I, I question Bob. <laughs> I question him. Hey, someone wronged that boy. In his life. Hey man, somebody I did. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'm a man of genius. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was Jesus. definitely definitely trying to preach the word. <laughs> the, the word was given. The word was, it was. Given. I changed lot. <laughs> you, you damn sure changed one. 
No, let's go with two. We can't forget the roundup. Yeah. Oh. Oh, he changed some lives for sure. Hey. That's funny. Oh, man. But, yeah. so I got to take him more places. You 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 really want to? You really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If I don't have to say it, and my conscience is good, even though I'm like wanting to, sign me up. Yeah, dude. There's no filter. That yeah, I've got a I've got a slight one, but it's only just like mm, just because I know I'm in public, and I'm like, ah, you really shouldn't say that. Hey, I'm not trying to get kicked out of this motherfucker right now. Hey, you're going to get kicked out of a place unless you say something or do something. Then they'll let you know. <laughs> oh, they will. <laughs> but I think we're I think we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, bam. Hold we're on. this but, fucking railroad in another direction. What I was impressed the most with Captain Tim is like the fact that a lot of the guys were like, oh, it's not a tarpon season. It's not this. And Captain Tim was like, we're going to find some tarpon. Y'all want to go tarpon fishing? We'll find them. Like, yeah, that's true. Often, that's man, what, how was that? Because he seemed totally down for everything. Yeah, whenever I, I was looking for guides and stuff, they, uh, you know, most of them wanted to go offshore, do like sell, sell fishing or something like that, offshore fishing. You know, that's kind of what they were doing this time of year. But he was he was on the money. I mean, he got back with me real quick uh, via email, and then we started texting, and he, he said that. He was like, hey, if y'all want to go tarpon, I know where they're at. We got to go further south. And he was game for it. Not. I've been with a lot of guides here in Texas and, and not taking anything away from them, but his hospitality mail was crazy. I mean, you know, you crinkle a beer can and he's throwing it away and getting you another one and he lights you a cigar and hand it to you. And I mean, the jokes and, you know, we just had a great time. It couldn't have been a better fishing trip for a bachelor party. Yeah. It wasn't like, like you said, it wasn't like fishing with a guide. It was like kind of like going fishing with your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Damn there. Yeah. For yeah, sure. It's like going fishing with your uncle. Oh yeah. So, like I said, I had a good time with Tim. Shout out to him. If you want, I'll, Jared, I'm sure you guys still got his information and everything. I'll drop it in the show notes. But make sure when you call him that you heard it here. So we get the hookup. That's how that works. We help you out. You help us out. That's how that works. <laughs> that would be nice. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Like- exactly, man. We Look, we went out and tested him. Now we're giving the stamp of approval and handing it mm. off to you. We did all the legwork mm. for you. That's all I'm the saying. Puns just, the puns just keep rolling with this one. Oh, yeah. I will say I'd, I'd love to go fishing with him during the run, man. I, I think it would be oh. – he said he was talking about, like, quad hookups and stuff. Could you all imagine right? one with a fish on? Dude, yeah. I, fucking having <laughs> yeah. to go back and forth and crossing each other trying to land these bastards. Oh, dude, I'd, like, I'd be throwing elbows way and stuff. Shit. <laughs> Dude, that would be fun. Just all four hooked up at the same time. Just tarping, jumping around. Like, I couldn't even imagine. Me neither. We're going to try and make it happen. We would be we're, such little bitches. Like, if we were going to be like, <laughs> oh, my God, somebody help me. Oh, they can't. Like, you got to keep fucking cranking on it. But what, what is this we? Yeah. We. Yeah, we. Yeah, we made we. you. Wait a minute. I mean, I already yeah. did it. You got the baby. Come on. But, I mean, that's. I already did it. I don't Bro, know. We're not talking. Hey, 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 hey. It's the run. We're not. I didn't, this is not a 100 pound fish. This is a 200 pound fish. Hey. That ain't nothing. 
Yeah, nothing. All right. Hey, dude, he's been like push every day. See, oh, remember right. that he conversation? Does. He does do the push ups every saying, day now. At least, at least a hundred push ups a day. Except for the bachelor party, we, we I did. slacked. I did. I did slack off for two days, and I didn't. But every other day this year, I've gotten mm-hmm. them done. So we're we're gonna keep on rolling. And by then, shoot. Plus, working out some more, which I need to start doing. We'll be we'll be ready to go, dude. We'll be I'll be two handed them. Have a rod in each hey, hand. <laughs> I can just I can just see you with like the back press deal and just. Have you seen that meme of that guy? He's like picking oh. up like a, a a curl bar, like he's shooting. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing that. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm just seeing Bam with two rods. Yeah. Yeah, side hey. yeah, side, just switching them like this, like just like that, back and forth. Oh shit! Like what, Brandon? Hey. Like this. Oh, nice. oh. see, I side thought you pressure. went the other way with it. Yeah, no, a little, well, too, much, eh. a little too much wrist action, but hey, man, <laughs> catching tarpon. <laughs> Funny. So after getting our butts whooped by those tarpon that day, we uh, went back to the boardwalk and uh, went and ate some pretty good pizza and kind of decided we were just going to go grab some more beer and go chill at the house because the next day we were doing what uh, we had set out. Well, yeah, we had to be there a little earlier, and uh, what we set out, we wanted to be well-rested <laughs> for what we really set out to come down to South Florida for, and that was uh, shoot iguanas. So, like I said, went back to the house, chilled around. We made a fire that night. We were successful in creating a small flame in the piece of fire pit that we had there at the Airbnb and uh, hug out for a little bit. We woke up that next morning, and we headed, we headed north that day, right? We did. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so we headed north that day. Yeah, West Palm Beach. uh, To meet up with uh, Matt, who actually follows uh, follows me on Instagram. So shout out to him. And what was the other guy's name? Captain Timbo. Timbo. And like, once again, we we struck gold in finding guides uh, for a hunting trip. So we'll drop their information. It's actually through Python Cowboy. Um, if you've seen any of his stuff on YouTube or Instagram, he's a dude down in the Everglades that catches pythons. He's a, a state trapper for the state of Florida, and that's his job. So he's got some pretty cool dogs that find pythons and retrieve iguanas. And so if you haven't already, go check out his YouTube and stuff because it's some pretty cool content. And he catches some pretty large pythons, which I tried to talk these guys into doing while we were down there, but they were all scared. They were all scared and didn't want to do it. Man, just like, I want a snake, you know? Like, come on, man. I mean, really? I, I'm, I'm just going to let you know. If we keep going back down there, it's going to happen. I, so, well, hey, I'm down. Look, I'm down. I'll do it. <laughs> but I knew. If we, if, we keep, if we keep going right. back down there, it's going to happen. I'll, I knew I'll that it would be like. I'll grab a hold of it. We could go shoot, you know, 10, 15 iguanas, have a good day. You know, that was their good day. And then our get of one python. I don't know how many pythons they get. Surely it's not like 10 to 15, right? Hey, you never know. If the, I seen an episode on his YouTube channel when he caught like three or f- like four, f- four of them in a big old mating ball. So it was like one female and three males all tangled up together. That's all we need is a bunch of snake jizz <laughs> all over our hands. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. We like and, and, and listen, 
And if you think about it too, if you catch uh, a female on on a on a den or whatever, and she's got eggs, I think one of his episodes said that he, they can have up to like fifty three eggs. So if we catch a female and a whole bunch of eggs, that's kind of that thing that's more iguanas. Fair. So, but if you count, that's what I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait! It's more iguanas because the pythons eating, not eating the iguanas. No, I'm saying because it's one female and a whole bunch of eggs. We killed 32 iguanas, right? So all we would have to do is catch one female and 33 eggs. I don't know, Brandon, because we killed guaranteed like probably 40 plus, I think, that we got. And if you count all the eggs, there's a shitload in the water. It'd be a toss-up. That's all I'm saying. It'd be a toss-up. It'd be a toss-up. What do you say? They can have, what, 80 eggs a year, the iguanas? Yeah, something like that. A lot. It, it was it was pretty close to what um what pigs can do because we I remember right right after he said it it was like we were like oh so they're like pigs almost so it's like pretty close to that but yeah so when we actually shot some that had eggs in them I've seen I was watching some videos some of them people ate them but I didn't mm-hmm. I wasn't about didn't no, he say something like that was like the river initiation or something yeah like I wasn't getting it by you caviar baby. No, uh-huh. that's all right. I'd, I'd have ate one if, like, we'd have cooked it, but I don't know about eating the raw egg. That's a raw egg. Have you never had a raw egg out of a chicken? Yeah, but that's a chicken. <laughs> it's a chicken. Oh, it's a chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah. They got, like, notorious for salmonella, but we're not going to worry about the iguana? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I don't know. Okay. No, I, I like the chicken better. Yeah. We met up with these guys and hopped on the boat, and we had um, a dog with us that retrieved mm. – was she was still in training, but she was a pretty good dog. Once we started getting going, she she got a whole lot better. But it took a little while to warm up at first. But her name was wasn't it Rogue? Rogue, Rogue, yeah, Rogue, so, Rogue. yeah. So I'm pretty sure she's like a German wire hair or something like GSP cross kinda. But good looking dog, man. I mean, she minded well. Like I said, she just had to get it warmed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we I mean we started rolling out, and basically what we're doing is traveling down these canals. Pretty much through through the city. There he is. Hey. Find the middle of town, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> I mean, there was uh, along the highway uh, shooting air air guns. And we're shooting, tw- it was 20, 25 caliber or 22? I'd say uh, 25. Yeah, I think it was, tw- yeah, the 25, uh, 25 caliber pellets. So it had an air tank on the boat and they you know, hook it up to the gun, refill it as it would go down. But basically, that's that's what we were doing. Just cruising on the boat, drinking cold beverages, and right through the middle of town. <laughs> and the, wild, the wildest thing for me is as soon as we got on the boat and we're kind of pe- puddling around that lake there, when that plane came right over us, like, right over, we're like right at the end of the runway. And I was like, yep, man, pretty much. Here with air rifles, just planes <laughs> going over us, people, bridges. This is a crazy place. Dude, uh, Florida is like Florida is a real crazy place. I, I got another story about Florida after we get to talk about this podcast. We might drop so, it at the end. <laughs> but for real, like you're on this boat, you're on a 
fishing boat. Yeah. With that they had just picked up that day. That they had just picked up that day. Yeah. Hadn't and hadn't driven in a while. (laughs) Yeah. That because we didn't have ice chests. But you got two guys on the front of this thing with AR-style rifles, look like suppressors off the front of them, just cruising down the canals, cars going by both sides of you, people everywhere. It's like Florida is wild. Like nobody's gotten shot. Like there's no rules. Like what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. They have laws, but they're like recommended. That true story. True, like I said, I got a story to tell y'all. But uh, yeah, so we're just cruising around. Like I said, we kind of started off a little slow getting them in the boat. But like once we started finding them, and that sun started getting warmer, and that's we kind of mm-hmm. started. I mean, you know, most time you go hunting, you're you're going out when it's still dark. But he had told us, you know, we're gonna go about nine nine thirty ten ten o'clock. I think it was like ten thirty when we mm-hmm. got there. Start really rolling, and where they're up in these trees trying to get sun to warm up because they're reptiles and they're cold blooded. So, and like I said, it was getting cooler at night so they were really trying to get out in the sun and we like i said we caught it on a good day when like bob said earlier when we asked them like what was a good day for them it was they said it was 10 to 15 if, if the guys can shoot you know like that was good and we wound up putting 32 in the boat i mean like i said well once we started rolling on them they they were just popping up in the trees and like even we started finding them in Cause it was hard at first. Like that, that's the hardest part is fighting. Yep. You're looking for hey. a green iguana in the top of a green tree. Like it, hey, it's not I, easy. That we thing is pretty exaggerated. You probably put like 25. Yeah. Dude, you had a good day. <laughs> Look, like, I'm, you didn't, I'm, if we didn't get it on the first shot, they were in the water. Done. I, hey, I had a good day. Yeah, I, I probably next time I go back, it probably won't even be like I probably won't even be able to like throw a, a freaking hole. Nah, you gonna make sure you got that circled circle with the fucking dot scope, and you just gonna plink them. Yeah, blink, blink, blink. My, hey, I might come back with my own. Hey. I'm just saying. He said hey. Was right. hey. Now <laughs> no, we're talking. That was too much. He said it was three grand from one of those ones that they had. And if yeah. I'm spending three grand, it's probably gonna be a real gun, not not a. Hey, I think gun. that was a real gun though, man. That thing was pretty bad. <laughs> Hey, when the homeless were like, hey, don't shoot us, we're over here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was wild. Dude, yeah. So they they obviously have a homeless problem like, like most states do, which it, it's a sad deal. There's a whole bunch of things that could be done to fix it, blah, 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 blah. But um, they were kind of camped out. And the first one we rolled up on, uh, oh, Captain, Timbo, <laughs> Captain Timbo was like uh, – uh, I got some Airbnbs, waterfront property, and then we look over and it's and it's tense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so in the mix, we kind of got to shoot and we came up on like a pretty good group of iguanas. Like I'm pretty sure there's about three or four in that same tree, and it was kind of over some some tents. And like you you man, you you don't know if there's anybody really in there or not, or like what's going on. So we were. We weren't shooting in the tent's general direction, but I'm sure if you were laying in that tent and you heard what was going on, it would probably be pretty scary. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, they weren't in we any were, immediate we danger, that. but but it, it, it sounded scary. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were lighting that tree up, dude. We got like four or five out of that tree. We were just ta 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 Oh, yeah, in the background. Hey, <laughs> hi. <laughs> uh, sorry, we didn't know you were in there. Uh, but yeah, we got uh, we got like three or four out of that tree, which added to the the pile that we already had going. 
Jared with two out of the pile, son. And we still got more in the bush. And basically, we just cruised down the canal, this canal the whole time, just looking for different spots where there were iguanas. And we made it all the way down to a kind of a spot where, we're, you know, we had to turn around. I think there was like a dam or something right there. So we kind of cruised back and kind of looked for them like a little bit faster. And uh, when we first got on the boat, Captain Timbo had told us about this this dragon. The that ghost. Been, the ghost iguana ghost. that they've been looking for. And uh, I, I don't know if he set this up, but it like it, it worked and happened like something out of a movie. Like, no joke. Uh, he told us. I still say they had that iguana tied up in their tree and like it was already dead. And like they just do that at the end every single time. Oh, there he is. Like, nah, it's legit. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, that's what it seemed like. Because <laughs> he tells us about this iguana. He explains him. He's like, oh, this big, big old iguana. He's orange and lime green and everything. And Finally, we come around this corner where he like he heads to where that he usually is, right? And he even tells us we're pulling up. He's like, "Yeah, he's gonna be, you know, probably right around this area right here." We're cruising around, and we come around this corner, and he goes, "There he is!" And Jared and I are in the front of the boat at this time, and we look up, and I'm as as accurately as he described this iguana <laughs> at the beginning of the day. There he sat on that tree limb just just right in broad daylight in a hole with the sun just beaming down on his back like i said like like in a movie like the tree just parted and there he was just sitting there and jared and i both raised up we shot this iguana and it took a couple shots to put him down and like when we first saw him you could you could visibly tell that like he was like bigger than the rest of the iguanas that we had already shot put in the boat but I was not, I was not prepared for when that dog brought him back and he kind of flipped him and I'll put the clip in it. Cause I, I posted the clip actually today as we're recording this podcast on, on the Instagram. But, uh, when he flips this thing back and he hits the deck on that boat, like mm-hmm. it's next to the rest of them, he was easily three times bigger than all the rest of them. Huge mass. Yeah. Massive lizard. Like, from I put his head on the boat and his tail was up here at my shoulder. Like I mean, I'm not a tall guy by any means, but that's that's a big ass iguana. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a monster, man. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, it's it was ending the trip, ending that hunt, like with something out of a movie, just coming perfectly together at the end. And even I mean, you the, can hear Timbo's excitement. Woo, yeah, exactly, exactly. That, yeah. exactly. He when he when we put that iguana on the boat, like he was excited too. And like I said, from uh, Tim and then Timbo's excitement as as guides, like we couldn't have had a better trip on that. But like I'm, I'm hopefully I haven't they haven't called me yet. I probably should call them yeah. based on, you know, because <laughs> I was going to get that, that one mounted, but, um, and get on a little driftwood piece that they put together. So hopefully we'll, we'll get that guy back and, uh, we'll hang him somewhere. Maybe we'll have to find a spot. 
somewhere in here. <laughs> Maybe right. over right here. There, but on your fireplace. Yeah. Oh, over the fire. Well, it's not really a fireplace. It's more like a like one of those old school like fire, like just a stove, like an old like wood stove. Wood burning stove. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, you. So it doesn't have like the. All you pine. You pioneering it. it. Yeah. yeah, but that's that sucker gets hot, dude. Like, Cook on top of that damn thing. You yeah, Megan fired it up one day when it was like forty eight, and I was like, no, ma'am. We can't. No, we gotta be. We gotta be below freezing if we're gonna put wood in this thing. Which it was. We did use it the other week, but like it's got to be that cold to fire that thing up. Because if not, this whole place is like being in hell. Brandon, just put that iguana in front of you so you can pet it during your podcast. Oh, there you go. Ooh, yeah. Play a little cat like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it start. That's how I'd start the podcast every week. Just pet the iguana. Hey, everybody, hey, you want to no, see my lizard? <laughs> I don't think I could do. What's that. gonna be the name for the iguana? That's what I want to know. <laughs> my name is Jeff. Um. Uh, what were we gonna name the iguana? I don't know, man. I'd have, I'd have to think about that one for like a Scarlet bit. or something. Damn it, Sheldon. Oh, Scarlet's a good name. I, I, I thought about that. I thought about that, but it's not a girl. It's he, and I'm not trying to misgender him. Um, <laughs> that, that, but he is a man. Bobby. He is a man. So he identifies as a man. Hey, next, next door was Rick's. Rick's. Rick. We can name Rick. Rick the Iguana. Rick. Rick. Yeah. Well, okay. That'll be the Iguana's name, Rick. There we go. Oh, that's, oh, decided. that's when that's been on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's been on your mind. Check that out. I was surprised how hard those things were to kill. We got some in the boat that we yeah. hit like twice. Yeah, was... they they take multiple shots to the you. If you don't hit them in the head, if you're doing body shots, you'll you'll be there all day. Yeah. They're just gonna hop in the water and whew, swim away. Yeah. Like it's, it's it was crazy to see them swim though. Like after being shot like that, they're just like didn't even phase me. Yeah, and like some we brought in had like legs blown off and stuff. Like, what? Yeah, they're they're better than Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. They take a few rounds. <laughs> it takes a few rounds if you don't hit them right where you need to hit them. But yeah, and and they're so they look like freaking little mini Godzillas. Like when they were swimming mm-hmm. away. Like if you ever seen the movie Godzilla when he's swimming in the water, that's what these iguana. I'm pretty sure that's what he was because they're like whatever. Yeah, you see the movie like dropped a nuke or whatever, and the iguana grew all big. I think that's what he was. Yeah, but, the irradiation didn't make you glow. It just like yeah, yeah, but. And that's exactly what they look like. Just little mini dragons. Like, it would have been cool if they had breathed fire. That would have been like, a little <laughs> added bonus. No. <laughs> you know? No. Why not? We're using the wrong fucking ammunition then. We're using 22s. <laughs> just blasting these little bastards. I want <laughs> shit that fucking splatters when it hits a boom. Not, no. Yeah. Breathing <laughs> like, fire. Guan. There were so many. I watched yeah, you the watch Game of Thrones. There was like that, that you could probably do that every day and still not even put a dent in them. Yeah, and I feel like like those that that female that we shot like how many eggs she had a like twelve or fourteen eggs on her or yeah, something like that. At least ten. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And then we so. tried to shoot uh, 
some pigeons. But <laughs> apparently, apparently the the pigeons were too small of a target. Which for some South do. Texas dove hunters, we're some awful fucking shots. <laughs> Listen, I, I will I will say right now, get a if you pigeon to save our fucking life, if you'd have had to be a twenty gauge, I'd I'd have hit some. If you'd have had to be a twelve gauge, we'd have shot every pigeon that was there. Well, yeah, That's look how many look how many fucking beads go out <laughs> twenty. You got a pretty good chance. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hey. But shit, it was just. You gotta, usually they roll under the blades. You got to stack the odds in your favor. It was kind of like you're still dealing with the waves. We'll blame it on the waves. That's what we're gonna blame it on. <laughs> yeah, because it takes you some time to used to yeah. shooting like that. Because you are moving around. Like it's not. You don't set up. Yeah, it's not like standing on flat ground. You gotta kind of like rock with it a little bit. Yeah. And like I said, once you figure it out, it, it gets easier. But at first, it was that, a little tough. Uh, you do that snap shooting like you do in south, way south Texas down the Senderas for deer. Yeah, like you see a head, that's that's all you're gonna see. So you might as well put it right below their neck and just pull the trigger. Like, don't even, don't wait, don't line up. Just that's all you're gonna get. That's it. Go. But it was a good trip. I suggest if you haven't heard about hunting iguanas, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about fishing for tarpon. But if you haven't heard about like gone or thought about hunting iguanas. You should definitely add it to your um, list. It's a pretty cheap trip, you know, split between a couple friends. You know, it's a great bachelor party idea. There's, it's a good time. So, like I said, I'll put all the information from the trip and everything in the description below. And uh, Jared, I guess, is the only one that really has Instagram. So, if you want to follow Jared, you can. Bobby doesn't his Instagram listen. Colby just gets on and looks at other people's stuff. I'm, I'm on my wife. I'm on my wife's shit because if I have my own, I'm getting in trouble. I'm not about that life anymore. Uh, so Facebook not, free since '93. They didn't have Facebook in '93. Exactly. I had no problems in '93 either. I was worried about the Cowboys winning a championship. Oh, you'll, you'll be worried about that. You me both, Fuck you. <laughs> You'll be worried about that for a while. But if you're not following the Tails Hunt Club, please follow us on Instagram. Hit up the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Bar MC Media will have this hunting iguana trip, the tarpon, all what we talked about, and the podcast, too. If you want to watch the video, if you're listening, all going to be on the YouTube channel, all in the show notes below. I want to thank these guys for coming on their first podcast for Bobby and Colby. Jared's been on here before, and we're going to get him on some more episodes because turkey season's coming up. And, you know, part of the deal that we made that he moved to Goliad is that he do some scouting. So uh, we'll be we'll be getting ready, getting ready for that coming up here soon. And, Bob, I guess if you want to get out of the cold, shoot some turkeys or something, hey, you can come down. How about down. if y'all want to get in the cold, come up here and try to hunt an elk where I'm not sure they exist only in deer season. <laughs> hey, you got wolves now. I'm not. I'm not coming up hey, there. You, if gonna... you mess with snakes, you'll mess with wolves. No, no, no I don't know about the, that. that. That is not an even trade at all. That's not an I, I can run. I can run away from one. I can't run away from the other. That's, For real, hey, man. Don't worry about them wolves. They'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, they only hunt in packs. It's no big yeah. deal. You won't you won't know it's a problem until it's a big problem. The, exactly. Yeah. Like big no, so you're good. fine for most of it. No, we do need to put something together for sure. We need to go hunting out west somewhere. Or at least we need to do a pronghorn hunt. We need to figure out 
where we're going to put in to do a pronghorn hunt and do that in like August. I'm doing a weekend pronghorn hunt this year with a group of people. Y'all are welcome to join. Oh, now he tells us. Just re- just, got, just got reminded yesterday. Oh, well, you need to send us the details then so so we can figure this out. So, yeah. And where 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 at? I about to say southern, like southern Colorado. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll talk about this later. You send us some dates and some information in in the group message, and hey, we'll get it figured. I like out. this group message we got going on. Are we get let's do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. True story. True story. Well, I ain't gonna hold y'all up all night. I know y'all got stuff to do. I got a lot I gotta to go, bro. I gotta go edit this podcast. Yeah, that's Don't. Just leave it raw. Just put no, it raw, I told you. unedited. <laughs>